Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Wellness Wednesday. I'm your host, Meredith Patterson, and today we are talking about The 5 A.M. Club. It's a very amazing book by Robin Sharma, and it is all about waking up during the magic hour, as he calls it. So we're going to talk about this book. I read this book, and I have been trying to join the 5 a.m. club for the past few days, and not very successfully, and that's okay. Let's talk about it. Let's get into what it is. So the 5 a.m. club is talking about, you know, as Robin Sharma, who wrote this book, your magic hour. Now, my immediate thought uh, for my audience who is in the Broadway world, if you're dancing eight shows a week, your optimal hour to or your magic hour of where you are the most productive is not going to be 5 a.m. You're not going to want to get up because you're not even going to bed until around one o'clock in the morning because of your excitement, the cortisol, dopamine levels in your hormones and your adrenal, you know, that's 10.30 at night is usually when you are, the show is going down and you've already been like dancing your face off. So the 5 a.m. club is probably not for you, probably not for the people who work uh, night shifts, things like that. But what the basis of this book is about is that there are optimal times for you and your productivity. So Let's get into what it is. So in terms of um, getting up at 5 a.m., the first recommendation is to really, you know, get enough sleep. Get at least seven to eight hours of sleep. This is important because a lot of people think they can function, and I've talked about this in Wellness Wednesdays before, They think they can function on four or five hours of sleep. They think it's cool. They think, oh my God, they brag about it. This is something that is not, you shouldn't be bragging about because it will catch up with you and it will manifest in some kind of disease in your body later on. It really will. And so in terms of you, that's the first thing is that you have to get enough sleep. But if you're planning on being a part of the 5 a.m. club, this is something that you can do and you can go to bed at 9 30 10 o'clock at night and have that cycle where this 5 a.m is your magic hour the first step that you're going to do is turn off the snooze option on your phone okay setting it up where you have an alarm and that alarm is not jarring there are sounds on your phone that can be less jarring in terms of an alarm so that's that's for me you know you don't want to be in a fight or flight you know, you don't want to wake up to something that's going to jar you awake. That's horrible. Don't do that. So have it be a calming sound. Turn off the snooze option on your phone and break this habit of snoozing and master waking up early. So turning off the snooze feature will help you to do, you know, this is also something that, um, the five, four, three, two, one method that I will talk about in another wellness Wednesday that I can't believe I haven't talked about. But counting down from five, five, four, three, two, one, and just getting up as much as you don't want to get up, as much as you want to snuggle in your bed and you want to stay there, the moment that your alarm goes off, get up. Say to yourself, five, four, three, two, one, up. Next, spend 10 minutes the night before setting yourself up for success. So I used to do, I actually used to do this when I was a kid because I, 
I just did. I don't know. I Maybe it's just my personality, but I used to set out my outfit for the next day. So it says, set out your outfit, get your coffee ready. I always do that. My husband and I always set the coffee up. Tidy up your house, which I also do. I always reset the house before I go to bed. I know some people think that's crazy, but I really have a problem leaving dishes in the sink. I have a problem leaving the place a mess. I always have the boys and I, you know, kind of reset the house for the next day. So tidy up, set out your morning quiet time books. Um, I have Blinkist on my phone, which is uh, a really great app, which I will talk about a little bit later. Um, set out your vitamins or, you know, put away your dishes as it says. So these are good things to reset and set yourself up for success. There is something mental with waking up to a clean put away house. It just makes you feel calm. At least that's what it does for me. Number three, set your alarm away from your bed. So you have to stand up. Oof, that's a good one. Um, so I've seen this in many, many different uh, forms of how to get up. You can do the 54321 method, get up out of bed, put your phone in the bathroom if that's something that, you know, if you have a master bedroom, you should have your alarm set so you have to get up. I know some people will get up and then go right back to bed. I know. I know. It's really up to you. But try it. I know and it's hard. Okay. It's hard to do this sometimes, but you need to get enough sleep that will help Okay, so that will force you, if you set it away from your bed, it'll force you to get upright and begin your morning and don't get back in bed, (laughs) okay? Another thing, go to sleep early. Like I said, 9.30, 10 o'clock, you really have to, you know, you shouldn't be eating past seven. You should really not have any electronics past like an hour before you're about to go to bed. I know all this stuff, you guys, is habitual in our our culture and in our environment we I've talked about this again on wellness Wednesdays how you should not have electronics in your room your bedroom should be for sleep and sex and that's it really it's really hard for some people to do that especially you know we are in our culture even when we're in a hotel room there's a television right there while you're sitting in bed and I get it but that's not the best thing for optimal sleep so Go to sleep early, don't have electronics in your room, and it works best when you start backwards instead of focusing on changing your bedtime. Change your a, your AM wake up time first, and then your, you know, your cycle of sleep and your cycle of optim, optimal time, your magic hour, all these things will change. I used to be a 10 a.m., 2 a.m. girl. I'd go to bed at two in the morning. I would get up at 10 a.m. That was an early morning for me. That was when I was doing, you know, eight shows a week on Broadway. And then when I started doing television, I had to get up at like 4.30 in the morning to leave to get to the studio because of traffic in Los Angeles and all of that stuff. So when I was doing TV, I had to change that rhythm of my sleep cycle, which was really hard. But I was in my 20s and 30s and it's different. (laughs) It was a little easier and I was also getting paid a lot of money to be on a TV set. So that's motivation enough. But if you slowly start changing when you wake up, you're, you will start to be tired and feel that, that end of the day around 9, 30, 10, which is when I do. So next thing 
expect that this plan to be a part of the 5 a.m. club will feel like the worst idea for the first 10 or 15 minutes and maybe the first few days. It will just feel like, what the hell am I doing? This is not a good idea. Why did Meredith tell me to do this? (laughs) So just know that this is something that, you know, I recommend you guys read this book by Robin Sharma, but it will elevate your life. It will help to give you maximum, you know, results and an optimal work time. And I'm also going to talk about the next thing I'm going to talk about is the 2020 formula. And I'm going to deconstruct what that is. So getting up at 5 a.m., you're not just getting up at 5 a.m. You have a plan that you should do every morning and a, a habitual routine that you should do that is 20 minutes of getting active. That's the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to do, you know, high interval um, impact training. So uh, in the in the workout world, it's called HIT, H-I-I-T, but it is high impact interval training. So it is 20 minutes of getting, you know, working out, getting, you know, sweating, if that's going jogging and then sprinting throughout that jog for 20 minutes. If that's getting on, you know, if you happen to have a treadmill or a bike in your house, I say, since it's the summertime, get out in the sun because 20 minutes of sun is also wonderful for your vitamin D levels and just your mood. But starting that morning with 20 minutes of exercise and getting active. So there's many different versions of this. Pick what's best for you. The next 20 minutes, you're going to meditate and reflect. You're going to journal and you're going to talk about, you know, what's working in your life. You're just going to kind of do like what's called morning pages. If you guys have um, read The Artist's Way, one of my favorite books, it talks about morning pages and how important those are. And it's really just kind of taking pen to paper, which of course scientifically is proven to have a different result in your brain than if you just electronically type out, you know, what this is, what you're, what's going on in your life. Writing out, you know, meditating for five, five minutes. That's if you want to start with five minutes, that's great. Meditate. And then within that meditation, reflect on what's going on in your life. Within that reflection, start journaling and find out the pros and cons of what's working, what's not working, you know, how you feel and what you want. And really, you know, I always say this, centering yourself and figuring out what do you want in your life because you are the person who can change that. And if you can dissect what's working and what's not working within this 20 minutes, that's really important. And you have a very clear, quiet time at 5.30 in the morning. You know, hopefully no one else is awake. (laughs) If you have a family, hopefully you're able to have, you know, maybe you have a house and you have a back deck or something that you can, you know, or you have a den or you have an office or you have a place where you can sit quietly and meditate. And even tell your family, say, you know, I'm up at 5.30, I'm going to be very quiet, but I need you to be quiet if you happen to wake up. This is my, my meditation reflection time and journal. I do this every day. I do. I really do have become uh, habitual about writing down what I want, what I don't want. 
I try not to think too much about what I don't want because I that's tends to be where my brain will go sometimes is in the I don't want this or I don't want to have to do this but I really check in with myself when I'm meditating and I check in with my gut and I think about how it feels to maybe go off and be asked to do this or do that and how do I feel about that and if I have a gut reaction that's negative then I got to go okay what is that about and I kind of dig even more about what that is and It's really important because this is not just your life that you're creating, it's your health. Because the more that you do things or you go to a job that you hate or you go do things that you don't like or you're around people that make you kind of sick to your stomach, which we all have had those people in our lives where we're like, why does this person make me feel awful? That's your choice to be around them. That's your choice to do that job. So this is where this starts is this 20 minutes, which is so important. Moving on, the next 20 minutes is to read. You know, a love of learning is something that is common within people who are successful in this world. They have a love of learning. They're constantly learning. That is something that I'm I'm never done. I never feel like I'm done. So you can do this 20 minutes of, of reading a memoir that maybe you're interested in. I just read Viola Davis's memoir, Finding Me, and it was amazing. And it's just such a lesson in perspective and so many other things. And you can, it doesn't have to be a memoir. It can be self-development. It can be, you know, a, a learning about, you know, astrophysics or, or metaphysics, which I love learning about psychology. You know, you, you can... You can study whatever it is that you're interested in and take this 20 minutes to read something. I got the app Blinkist, which is, you know, 20 minute bursts of kind of like a Cliff Notes version of a book. And I I love it because I have these 20 minute bursts of being able to read a book. I don't really have a lot of time to read books and I do, you know, Audible when I'm driving and things like that. But I've read the entire book of Viola Davis, Finding Me. It took me, you know, 20-minute bursts of, or 40-minute bursts when I would listen to her when I was jogging. But Blinkist is a really great app to to kind of get the generalization of a book. So that's your 20-20-20. It is 20 minutes of getting active, 20 minutes of meditation, reflection, and journaling, 20 minutes of reading, And this is really to work on your four interior empires. This is what the 5 a.m. club book talks about as well. Because everybody thinks that they just have to have a positive mindset. That's something that they got to focus on is mindset improvement. But it's really not just your mindset. There's three other things that you have to focus on, which is your health, your heart, and your soul. So your health is your physical, mental health, and your diet and your heart is your emotional life and your well-being. Your soul is your spirituality and bonding with the hero that's inside of you. All of these four interior empires, which is what Robin Sharma talks about, are so important to the holistic part of your life. So being certified as a holistic health coach, this is exactly the thing that you need to focus on. And taking this, you know, from... 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. this time to really focus on 
on your well-being is so important. How often do you take that time to really focus on your health in all aspects of your life, reflection on what your life is, reading and learning about something new? I mean, I love it. I, I, I love this whole idea. And that's why I've been telling my husband that I'm like, I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. And I've been part of the 6 a.m. club. So let's just say that I've been, I've been getting up at 6 a.m. And it's been good. And I have been trying to get on this, you know, this track. It takes at least 21 days to create a new habit. And you have to keep kind of pushing through the want to quit So if you are implementing a new habit into your life, like maybe eating better or, you know, I I never recommend a huge change unless you have a lot of personal motivation, individual motivation, a lot of support. I think you should implement changes gradually in your life. I, I would say three things a week that you change. So, you know, if those three things are trying to get up at 5 a.m., maybe making it 6 a.m., maybe making it 7 a.m. Depends on when you are able to go to bed based on your job, okay? And I just constantly think of the the athletes uh, who are listening. You know, changing and then, you know, maybe changing your diet, adding more healthy fats and protein and, you know, having having a a carb intake that is that is on a cycle that's a whole nother podcast but doing that drinking more water you know there you don't want to try to load 17 things into one week because you're gonna you're gonna quit um so crowding out the bad with the good is what I do with my holistic health clients and I never give them more than three tips a week so do that for yourself Try to go all in with this 5 a.m. club. I think it is fantastic. Look online for more information. Read the book by Robin Sharma. And, you know, find your optimal hour. Find your optimal time. And change your life with baby steps. You know, take action towards what you want. And understand that, you know, there's also something that is called Gospa, which is a whole nother thing, but I'll just tell you briefly about what it is. Finding out what your, you know, Gospa is stands for G for goals. What do you want? So writing out exactly what you want. Because some people don't even know what they want. You guys, they don't even have any idea what they want. So writing down your goals, taking paper to pen, and writing out what it is you want. And then O is, you know, creating smaller targets, baby steps to get you to that goal. So every day doing like three little things. I like to do threes. Three little things every day to get you towards that goal. And then S, having a strategy. How will you do that? And creating a plan of how are you going to do that? So I always say asking questions. I would add that in there to the strategy is, is if you don't know, ask. Ask people in your life that you trust. Ask people who are doing what you want to do. P, priorities. Identify your most effective action that you can take and having a priority. So writing a list of what you need to do, and that list could be like 10 things, but taking the priority of that day and making that your strategy or making that your smaller targets. And then the the last one is A, 
the everyday work that that will get you towards your goals the action that you take a for action so my god (laughs) this this wellness wednesday has a lot of information and a lot of things that you can take on so like i said don't overwhelm yourself but take notes and if you really want change in your life you are the one who is responsible for that only you People can tell you, I can tell you on this Wellness Wednesday, you could listen to this episode 100,000 times, but you're the one who's going to have to do it. You're the one who's going to have to make the change. I can't do it for you, but that little nagging voice inside of you that wants change, you better listen to it or it's going to eventually be someone screaming at you. That little voice will turn into, you know, a brick thrown at your head and you'll get really sick. It does happen, you guys. Your your happiness creates your life, that creates your health, and it is it is a cycle and you gotta pay attention to those little nagging things that are bothering you. You really do. So remember, bliss is your birthright. You are meant to be happy in this world. You are meant to be blissful. Your goal is to be happy and fulfilled, right? So I'm wishing you well. Thank you so much for listening. And until next week, 